It's Around the John of Philly's podcast with your hosts, Colin Summer and Logan Peter. What is going on, guys? It is Around the John with another episode. Hope everyone is doing well. It is me, Colin Summer, here with our other host, Logan Peter. How are we doing today? Feeling great, feeling fine. Nice. It's been a great great year of baseball, a lot happening for the Phillies recently, maybe not the greatest thing in the world, uh, but hopefully we'll bounce back soon. There's a lot going on around the league that we got to catch you up on. So honestly, let's just jump right into it. All right, yeah. Wait, I want to start off with one thing we actually totally forgot to talk about. Okay. We had, and even for TV viewers, we had an amazing experience last Friday night uh, with the White Sox-Yankees game. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a Field of Dreams game, and honestly, I thought it was absolutely amazing. From the intro to the final to the ending of the game, everything that could have happened in that entire game happened. Great uh, yeah. for the sport of baseball, how it all transformed or or how it all happened and transpired. I mean, that was really great for the sport because a lot of people, especially older generations. It's a great movie to them, Field of Dreams, and it's a great movie. It's iconic, general, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's an iconic movie, especially for baseball fans. So you know, getting that bit of nostalgia mm-hmm. uh, with the intro and all that stuff was was pretty cool to see. And then obviously, how the game went down was just that's exactly what baseball needed was a live national game like that. It was kind of like that game in London. Yeah, it's kind of like when if you ever need a big game, just bring the Yankees lineup when they're when they're yeah. healthy. Bring bring the big boys like Judge and Stanton there, and you see what they did. I mean, Judge had two home runs, Stanton hit one, and then the big bats of the White Sox, man. I mean, they got one of the best yeah. lineups in baseball. And first home run hit in that stadium goes to Jose Abreu on my fantasy yeah, team. Eloy Jimenez out. hit a very long one, and then of course we Tim know. Anderson mm-hmm. at the end to to win it. So yeah, I mean, obviously just massive for the sport, mm-hmm. massive that it got. Uh, that level of publicity. And even before the game, uh, for those that watched the intro, it, it, it gave me chills, honestly, because it was very, it was, uh, I think they were recreating yeah, you, a if, scene. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, With, if, if you've seen the movie, the end of the movie is when all the old guys come out, like, yeah. like they're like, you know, ghosts, ghosts or whatever, yeah. but that's like the move, the part that the tear-jerking yeah. part of the whole movie Kevin when they Costner. come back and he's like, Dad, you want to have yeah. a catch? And he's... It's weird, like... It's weird, but it's like, wow, yeah. that's deep. But it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Kev- Kevin Costner, like... And, yeah, and coming I'm back sure, and doing it was really cool. And all him meeting all the players and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like players... And they who all came probably, over and wanted to shake yeah, his hand. Because like, they've all probably seen, seen it. Seen it. They probably grew up and saw it yeah. when they were younger. And it's like, wow, like, this guy, you know, he was the lead actor in it. And I know how famous he is. So not, and not only am I meeting a famous person, but, like, this is... One of the people that inspired me, you never know. Mm-hmm. It, it was just truly amazing. Um, you know, I've been seeing, like, MLB Instagram, a lot of just, like, social media pages saying, like, oh, well, you know, we just did a Field of Dreams game. And I do think that should be a reoccurring thing. Yeah, they already, they already said they're probably going to bring it back. But, like, what other kind of games would you like to see? Like, a Sandlot game would be pretty sick. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know how you would you make that, that work. Because you'd have to make make it so where some sort of fans can go. Yeah. Uh what would be cool, and you can't really like do the whole Sandlot thing with putting the, uh, like the dog, yeah, in the, in, in the, the beast in the outfield. I mean, I guess what you could do is put a bunch of like 
puppies out there and then get a net. So it does, so if a ball does go out there, yeah. it doesn't get hit. But you still see all the dogs and stuff yeah. and all that stuff. So I don't know. Cool. There's don't a know, lot of yeah. ideas. And, and, and there'd be it'd be cool, too, if they could do, like, a little adoption thing at the end, too, yeah. like, out there. Like, did an adoption thing with the Sandlot thing. Yeah. yeah you never know. You really never know cool. what they you can know, do. And MLB is SPCA, really... Yeah, like and, and MLB is nifty with that kind of stuff. <laughs> so they'll make some sort of effort to... Like, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure corn sales are through the roof but, right now. Yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, a lot of people want to say, like, you know, this is a declining sport, but honestly, we've got more viewers recently than we have in the past, and, and I love it. And I think that's due to the fact that MLB is making extra efforts to, you know, have these kind of events, like, you know, for example, this year. Hold on. <laughs> I will say one thing that I hate about the MLB is the way they use the blackout restrictions, but... Yeah. But... You know, that's just it's one marketing. thing. And I, and it's, I do... And I know, yeah. I get that, but I think I still think it's awful that you yeah. can't watch, like, the only... I don't know. But, I get what you're saying. But I do agree with you that they do, they are finding ways to showcase the sport uh, yeah. better than what they have done in the past recently. Well, like, if you think of the past yeah. 10 to 15 years before this, they haven't really done. I mean, I'm saying, like, if you go back five years, they started doing. The Little League World Series game. Yes, the Little League World Series game with the Phillies and the Mets. You know, and but then it they goes did beyond the, They did the London game yeah. with the Red Sox, yeah. uh, London series no, with the yeah, Red Sox right. and Yankees, which is. Well, the, I thought it was the. Right. No, it was Red Sox and Yankees, and that's and that is one of the biggest rivalries in sports. So to bring that overseas, that's like bringing Manchester City. Nah, it Manchester, was the Braves Athletics. I swear on my life, dude. Let me see. Gosh, dude, the that, London game. Oh no, there was a game played. No, it yeah. happened. It happened two years ago. Where was it? Um, yeah. Was it in South Korea? There was a game Japan. that was that was in Japan or, or somewhere in Asia. It was a Japan game. And it was, couple, it was, they've done a couple games yeah, for globally yes. that'll make it better, but I promise you the Red Sox. I, I'm not the doubting that. London. I'm saying the, the, the one that was they more played a series, recently. And I'm telling you, this is this yeah, twenty nineteen MLB London series. Okay. What I'm saying is Where was that played Wembley? Yes. Uh but just like little I'm I'm saying like little things like like you know how the, the NFL started doing like color rush. Now they have the City Connect jerseys, like yeah, the Wrigleyville, yeah, 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 yeah. and the, yeah, but that's more and, Nike. That's not really like the yeah, NBA, but still, but, but still, collaborates with that. Yeah, I agree. It's with you. something, yes. and like the the Players Weekend when they have the nicknames and stuff like that. It's just it it makes the sport more lively. This would be like realistically, this would be like bringing a Manchester City, Manchester United, Premier League game. To one of the cities in the U.S. and, they and do let that them play sometimes, there. Don't no, they? No, preseason. Preseason. They, this yeah. was a this was a real series. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, Which is, you get what I'm saying. I do get. I 100 get what you're saying. But I'm saying the MLB is making a huge push to globally expand, and that's a huge deal. And like, you're gonna get more viewership. You're gonna get a bunch of new fans that pop up all over. Like, I see. I see this guy on Twitter all the time. He he's a Phillies fan from the U.K. and he stays yeah. up till like. 3 a.m. to watch something like the game tonight is going to be broadcasted at 2 40 a.m. and he's like yep i'm gonna get my coffee ready and be, like that's crazy like they're getting fans to pop up all over so well, they it's, do it's, an nfl it's game in mexico well, okay, why don't we the, do it? the nfl is a whole different giant i know but i'm saying like you know like they do the london game they do that and i i think yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. we we do out of the country games like that mm-hmm. maybe not as often because they have like a london game every single year yeah and of course you have to factor in covid and stuff so i understand how difficult that can be right now mm-hmm. um but you know like if we did a game in the dominican republic or, or puerto rico or you know just 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 where baseball is like truly watched or even places where it's not truly watched because then you could expand you know to a whole different audience that you know, there's people, you know, in India, like, there's people that, that love cricket. 
Like, cricket is huge. It's one of the biggest sports in the world. Yeah. And it's very, very similar to baseball. So all these countries that love cricket, you know, you, you could be touching a lot of new fans. And, and I think the MLB needs See, to the do only something thing, like the only that. thing with The only thing with, uh, you know, going globally and playing games overseas is you have to be very, very picky with where you play the, yeah. play the games at. And... Uh, where com- where players are comfortable, comfortable going yeah. and all these things. Because I know, like, I mean, I don't know. I've seen the news recently and, like... There's a lot going on. I, yeah, I'd, I would want to be nowhere near... Uh, that situation. Asia or... The Middle East. Yeah. Well, the, Middle East. <laughs> the Middle East, I, I, I will never, ever go to. You can I will promise you that. But even, you know, like, Southeast Asia and stuff like that, like, I don't... I don't know... If certain players would go and do that, but just out of conflict. Europe, yeah. South America, it's all re- well. Europe's not very close, but it's way more westernized than, say, India yeah. or yeah. the Asian countries. So I don't know. Japan, hundred percent could see they could play yeah. j- games in Japan. They could play games in South Korea. And even South Korea might be uncomfortable to some players just because of the whole. A hundred percent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it comes that's, down to the players. That's and what it comes I'm saying. Down it to co- the league. Yes. There's so many factors. I think they do a lot of good things, though. Uh, but, listen, they've played games abroad that have worked out very well for them. Uh, they played, obviously, the United Kingdom games. Uh, the Tokyo Dome, they played Mets Cubs in 2000, which a lot of people go in Japan. Yeah. And it was opening day in 2000 when the Mets played the Cubs, mm-hmm. so that's insane. It was the same with the Rays in the... Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Sure. They played, like, way early, right? Yep. They pl- they've played a lot of games in. Uh... Or might have been the Mariners. I don't know. It's it, it was. It, I know the Athletics were a part of it because Stephen Piscotty. And then the Reds over. played the Cardinals in Mexico. Okay. They've played they played in Mexico the past couple years actually. Because I remember it's some crazy with Yasiel Puig happened. Australia. In they've played a couple games. Like I just feel I I understand Puerto Rico. like we probably have no idea what kind of effort goes into making this happen. Puerto so... Rico is probably. Cool. Yeah. Probably go back there. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff that goes into making it happen, and that's totally out of our realm of knowledge. But, you know, as a fan, at least, I can say that, you know, if they consistently did something like this, it would be very, very cool. 100%. All right. So let's get to the MLB whip around here. Uh, The Yankees are suddenly back in the AL East race. Uh, They've been, obviously, the additions of Rizzo and Gallo and Heaney, uh, they they meant business and they knew that they kind of weren't out of it yet. They've had very bad injuries like the injury bug has hit them pretty hard which it usually does for COVID some reason. recently Yankees and Yank the Yankees and the Eagles have a lot of similarities when it comes to that I feel like yeah. they always get hurt a lot but uh yeah no the Yankees are right back in it now uh, uh they've gone they've been pretty hot recently uh their their lineup has been booming uh when you put guys like Gallo and Rizzo into that the, lineup the, the crazy thing significant is... left-handed bats are gonna change your lineup no matter what. Power yeah. too on, with that short porch and exactly no matter what it's gonna change. They are winning games, you know, and they just lost. They lost Cole for a bit. They lost Rizzo for a bit. They lost Jordan Montgomery for a bit because they had a bad COVID bug going around. They lost Chapman. They lost a lot of people. They have the a fact, lot of depth. Yeah, the fact that they had they you know they fought you know while these guys were out and were still able to win some of those games, uh, I think in the grand scheme of things is a lot a lot bigger than. Than you think? Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. Uh, no, really, the Yankees with the depth they have, they can afford to lose little pieces here and there, and they suddenly 
are still relevant. You got guys like Greg yeah. Allen, guys that have stepped up in absence of guys, and then before the trade deadline, before they even made any moves, they had a lot of injuries and stuff like that, and they had guys come up from the minors and fill well, yeah. in and keep them relevant for now, we, so now they're right back in the race. Because Gliber's currently hurt, so Tyler Wade has been playing Tyler Wade, himself. and he's and been playing great. He's been playing great lately, so I mean, it, it's just little stuff like that that, you know... You're not Tyler Wade isn't the type of guy that's going to become an all-star out of the blue. He, but the fact that he's capable of just filling in briefly and doing a decent job yeah. at it, it goes a long way. And with our experience at Yankee Stadium, I will say that those fans are kind of contagious where having them back in the stands Big really benefits them. And I really, they, they don't, like if you talk to Yankees fans, like they've never seen themselves out of this race, uh, yeah. which... Yeah. I mean, I guess it's the Yankee mantra mantra that like yeah, we don't miss the playoffs over. very often, and when we do, it's shocking. one year and we're right back in it. Yeah, yeah, and it's shocking. Like, yeah, it's shocking when the you don't see the Yankees playing in October. That's just how it is. So yeah, yeah no, I I really do believe that the Yankees are relevant again, and they're one and a half out of the wild card race, which we'll get into in a little bit. But they have the pieces again, like they usually do. All right, so we got two. We got two Reds things Reds. Uh, to talk about. The Nobody Reds. talks about yeah. the, Reds. the Reds. They're are... a forgotten franchise, dude. Cincinnati are. is a forgotten city. The uh, So I'll start off with the milestone. So Joey Votto has hit 2K hits, and that is quite the milestone for him. So I just, congratulations to him. Oh, wait. You know, Continue. Oh, is this okay? Yeah. All right, yeah. All right. I have a question for Colin now because I, I love this stat personally, the 2K hits. I think it's a massive milestone for anybody. Uh, Jimmy Rollins did it. Uh, a couple Phillies have done it. But there are four, now five, with the addition of Votto. There are four active players that have over 2,000 hits. Can you active. name them? Yes. Four active players that have 2,000 hits. Our pools is one of them, and he's the top one. Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera is another. So that's I'm thinking. two. Who maybe, gets a maybe, lo- maybe. Who gets a lot of hits? Is uh, is Jose Altuve is not there yet? Is he? Hell no. Okay, he is not there. Oh man, are these like older guys? Like all of them yeah, are older, older guys. Yeah. Oh man, who's like who's still like relevant? That. Like I'm not saying Pujols is like some crazy hitter, nor is Miguel no, Cabrera. Pujols but like, is, but like he's but, close to three thousand, I yeah, believe. Well, I'm trying to think. Let's like, actually, let's let's see how many. Like who else is over two thousand hits? That's in the league. Should I know? Yeah. Like, should I know? Uh-huh. Thousand percent. Oh, dude, know. I can't think. Uh, can you give me like a hint, like a division? Uh, oh, Pujols uh, has. <laughs> he has three thousand. He's got thirty three hundred yeah. almost. Wow. I'm a hint now. I'm not, I'm not looking. Yeah, give me like a division nope. or it's com- it's it shouldn't be difficult. I'll say that. Those two, man, are these like locked Hall of Famers as well? Or uh, one and a hundred. One's first ballot. Yeah, first ballot. One is first. One's ballot. first ballot. The other one is a hitter. First ballot. Two K hits. Uh, he's uh, and they're old. He's borderline. They're old. The first ballot's old. Yeah. First ballot's old. Old. Yeah. Nelly Cruz. No. He's not first ballot. No. Oh, wait, yeah. That's true. Eh. He's close, but he's not first ballot. How close is he to 500 home runs? He might be. If he's over 400, he's first ballot. No. Yeah. He Ryan Howard's not first ballot. He didn't hit 400 home runs. He's pretty close. Yeah, is that like 392? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Uh, I feel like so much pressure's on me right now to figure this out, and I just can't. I can't. Let All me, right. I, I'll give you one hit. One hit. One okay. hit. 
for each. I'm like smack myself one, in the face. One right hit. Now. Hey, hit. One hint for each. Okay. Ready? One guy has played for two teams in the same city, and the other guy was. Two teams in the same city? And the other guy has played for the same team his whole career. The first bout. Oh, man. All right. Let me run through these teams in my head. Those are two solid hints. All right. All right. All right. Um, right off the dome. So, so in the same city. One guy has played for the same team his entire career. Yes. And, and then the other one... guy has played for two teams in the same city. So it has to be Chicago or Los Angeles. Right, has to be. It has to be one of those two because there's not an. Is there another team that? Wait, no. Oh, you're 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 brain farting live on the podcast. Oh, I love dude. it. It's just because there's it. so much pressure on me right now. I love it, it really. Say that again. There's so much pressure on. No, me no, 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 no. Before that, what are the cities? I said it was Chicago or Los Angeles, right? Oh, okay. But the, but then you would think Pujols, right? No. It's not Pujols. You already said him. But it's and it's it. Sorry, but it's still. Am I? Should I still be in LA? <laughs> am I still in LA? This is crazy, bro. Um, okay, so, I need to clip this. Wait, so Chicago? I'm gonna clip this. It's out not of Chicago. This. I'm gonna it, I'm gonna clip what you're saying right now out of this, and I'm gonna laugh fine. for days. It's definitely not Chicago. Nope, it's not Chicago. So it is Los Angeles. <laughs> Who? Why can't I think of? It's not like, Los Angeles. Colin. What? So it's neither of them. Nope. So how is it the same city? Has played for the same city. Two teams in the same city. What what team am I like missing right now? Like what how am I going crazy over this? <laughs> Yo, I am laughing so hard right now. Two bro. teams. Oh my gosh. In the same this city. Is I don't want to tell you. Like I, I feel obligated to tell you what city you're obviously missing, but I just want to drag it out as long as I can to see how long I'm it like, takes dude, you to realize. I'm running through the divisions it's in my head, and I actually... can't think of the same city that has two teams. <laughs> is it in Cali? And it's not in Cali. Is it Texas? It's not LA, and it's not Chicago. Texas? And let me tell you something. There's only three cities that have two teams, <laughs> and you're missing. <laughs> Philly, Miami, this Atlanta, guy. I can't Yo, think we right are now. in a room right now. We're in a room right now that is... That used to be his brother's. His brother moved to this city. Oh and my he's god! That stupid. Oh my god! He's that stupid. You know, and you to know not go to grips. And you know what's funny? That the listen, city listen. of New York has two teams, okay, okay. Colin, Shh, listen, and one listen. is in our division. You know, it's crazy. And one, it's crazy because our best friend through. Dakota and our other really good friend Gav, die hard of this of this franchise, and and and. And so the other Yankees one is player. a division so rival. So he's played for both of them. And he's played for both of them. He's played for the Mets and the Yankees. Yep. And it's an uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. No, he's not first no, ballot. No, this the guy's guy, not first he's ballot. He's not first ballot. He's, gonna, he's probably, eh, like, I don't know. He's borderline Hall of Famer, but he has over 2K hits. I know that for Over fact. 2K hits. And he's, does he start? He did. He did. Now he's for a bench. For a long time. Now he's a bench guy. I don't know. He's either hurt or a bench guy. I actually cannot think. To be honest, come on, man. It's not that hard. You should know the other one more know, than anything. Dude, I'm more disappointed that you don't know the other one because it's it's uh, quite easy. The fact that the pressure's on me is just. I'll tell I you what. Do. I'll give you. I'll give you 40 more seconds because we have a whole trivia to do. Yeah, so we're gonna I we're know. gonna get to that. I but know. 
I'll give you I'll give you until the twenty minute mark on the pod. And, I can't. And, and like I actually we'll, we'll I say. can't. I can't. Alright, I'll give you I'll give you one more rapid hint for both of them. Okay. Will both of them play the infield? That doesn't help. It just straight All right, up one plays help. in the NL Central. The guy has been at the same team whole career. NL Central. Yep. Same team whole career. Yeah. It's definitely not Adam. And Frazier. plays the infield. It's not. It's he's not, not even. He's not even in the Central anymore. <laughs> and he's not even on the same team anymore. He's dude. not even uh, old uh, enough to have two uh, K uh, hits. Uh, 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 Come on, man. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. No, no, he hasn't played for the same team his whole career, he and he's not a first bound old fielder. Yadi, 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 yadi. Oh my okay. god. Okay. All right, that's one. That's one. Oh, I, do we hit the? You're point? out. Robinson Cano. He's so irrelevant now. Like I haven't heard his name in like a year. I like that's a he, reasonable. I can't believe you didn't know Yadi. That was insanity. Yeah, it's that, insanity that, that you that. didn't even know New York has two teams. You were like, it's well, not Chicago, you know, it's not LA. Then who is it? You know what's funny though, because I started running through the the Dude, the, Philly, was, the Phillies division in my head, so and I said Marlins, Nationals, Braves, Phillies never got to the Mets. So if I got to the Mets, I would have said well, something. Then you didn't but go I just the didn't. I just, didn't. Dude, I just totally. That was Jonathan India has become the NL Rookie of the Year leader. Uh, India has been going off as the leadoff role uh, of the Reds. I saw it firsthand at Citizens Bank Park when he took Noah deep on the first pitch of the game. That was beautiful. Uh, yeah, Jonathan India has been very very good this year and uh, started out cold. He was around what's he twenty four? I believe yeah, around there. The Reds and the Blue Jays are very similar to me. Uh, I think that they both have very, very good lineups that have A plus potential, but, but their pitching, pitching, yes, but their pitching is very underwhelming, and you never know what they're gonna, what you're going to get from every single guy, both in their bullpen and in their starters. So, yeah. you know, Jonathan India for Rookie of the Year, he came up last year for a little bit, uh, obviously not enough to get the rookie tag, but he has been very, very solid I for this team. Stat. I saw stat between. High A and double A, he only had 11 home runs. I believe, if I'm correct, if I am correct, I just want to double check so we're not proving, you know, not giving false information. He has 16 home runs this year Mm -hmm. at the major league level. Yeah. Between high A and double A, he had 11. Well, I don't think he probably, he probably didn't stay there that long. No, that's, I think he, I don't, I don't think he was in triple A for that long. So this is so. Uh, Check well, how many games he played in my well, in single well, let me, and let me, double so, A real quick. Let me let me read this real quick. So in yeah 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 in five hundred and twelve plate appearances he had eleven home runs. In four hundred and fifty five appearances as a major league rookie he has sixteen. So honestly, it's not like a crazy difference. That's but still, MLB but twenty though. Once you yeah. go pro, you gain twenty pounds of muscle because of the weight room and because of the guys in the locker room, regardless of the sport yeah. you play. So, power stats always go up in most sports. Like, and in hockey, I guess there's not really a power stat, but you can That's tell big the shots get harder. Yeah, the hits get bigger. Basketball, you can see it with everybody. As soon as they walk, you walk, they you walk in, they all look like KD. You walk out, they oh, look like Giannis. They look like skinny in college. Yes, you and come out and they're after. They're, 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 yeah, they're after yoked. a year, their sophomore year, yeah. you're looking at them. Yeah, and they're absolutely yoked. Same thing with soccer. You look at every guy that goes yeah. to Bayern Munich. They come they in big. skinny. You come after, you look like. Boom. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then obviously football. So yeah. It just happens that way. Uh, you look at guys like Cesar Hernandez. You see his power stats going up. Ozzy Albies, his power stats flying through yeah, the roof. Dude, All the middle infielders now kind of just have power. 
because they're huge. Because they yeah. all work out and they all do the same thing. They all do the pre-workout, you know, whatever they do to get massive for the season. Anything that they can do legally. Uh, yeah. So besides that, the wild card races are both tightening up. Tightening up. Uh, the Padres kind of have fumbled the bag yeah, a little they're bit. They're slipping a bit. Yeah. I mean, they've lost. I think. I think they're two and eight in their last ten. So they have been. Not good. Uh, so the Phillies are four out. The Cardinals are no, no, no. The Phillies are four and a half out. Sorry, the Cardinals are four out, and the Reds are one and a half out. So the Cardinals have had a pretty easy schedule recently. So I don't expect them to stay where they are. They did just get Jack Flaherty back, and uh, their lineup has been looked pretty solid the past couple games. But their schedule kind of gets harder yeah, in September. Yeah. They've they've played Arizona a couple times recently, and. Pittsburgh a lot. I feel like every time I turn around, because our friend Jeff is a Cardinals fan, and every time I turn around and I'm looking at a Cardinals score, I feel like they're playing a team 20 games under 500. Because the Central is not that great. Yeah. The Central is really not that great. But I mean, the Reds and Reds, but like the Cubs and the... The Cubs are terrible. They've lost 12 straight. Once they sold everybody... Okay. Once they sold everybody, it was done. It was dubs for them. Uh, in the AL, though, Oakland is starting to. Oakland and Houston are both kind of coming down to earth. Like they're both still obviously. Oakland's one and a half games or two and a half games behind, yeah. I believe. They're they're both close to. I mean, Houston has seventy wins and like forty six losses, something like that. They're not the super teams that the Giants and Dodgers and. Uh, they might be if they still had Verlander healthy and if they didn't lose Cole. But they but don't. Obviously they so, don't. So th- they're two great teams, obviously. But I think both of them could fall in the wild card race, considering how good the AL East has been. East has been, yes. So I think one of them might have to win the division to, you know, stay in the playoffs. So we'll yep. see how that works out. I think it'll be a very very fun end to this season uh, with yep. fans both back leagues. in the stands too. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool, and uh, hopefully for Oakland, man, I hope some people turn up to see their last season there uh, because they are gone after this year, and I feel awful for those poor guys in Oakland that are playing in front of 7,000 fa- yeah. fans a day, and they're a Great team. fantastic baseball team. They need to move to Vegas. Um, one more thing. before We have two more things for the whip around, uh, then we'll wrap it up and then move to the trivia. Two more things. We forgot yeah. one big one. In his first major league start, not appearance, because this guy did did do some relief work in his first major league start. Tyler Gilbert of the Arizona Diamondbacks, currently the worst yeah. team in the league, threw a no-hitter versus San Diego, who is, you know, one of the better teams in the league, whether it happened to them or not. But it, it's just crazy that that happened. Um, you know, congratulations to him, anyone who saw it. Um, I, I watched the end of the game. Uh, what... I was getting like little chills on the inside because I was watching his dad, and like once he threw, he started crying. I'm like, you know, that's got to be an amazing moment, man. Unbelievable. Could you imagine if your kid yeah. threw a no hitter in an MLB game, yep. especially for the worst franchise in the league this year? That's the only thing the Diamondbacks are going to be able to hold on to the entire year is is <laughs> this guy threw a no hitter in front of his dad against for a division us rival. against a division rival that's not yeah. Awful, like they're they're half decent. So. Yeah, and some other information on this guy. Uh, he was riding around a three-two ERA in uh, the minor leagues. Uh, he was he's twenty-seven years old. He's kind of just been a minor league warrior um, for most of his career. Uh, he was actually drafted in the sixth round by the Phillies. Really? Yeah. Um, and then what in school? Tw- uh, High school? I'm not too sure. I think college. Okay. And then in 2020, he was part of the Rule Five draft. The Diamondbacks picked him up and. 
he threw a no-hitter in his first start for them. So, you know, congratulations to this guy. Congratulations to his dad. I can imagine. Uh, I can't even imagine how proud he was. Uh, amazing no. moment. Yeah, absolutely. And then, Great for him, really. Yeah, I mean, really. That's, that's literally just unbelievable and something that he'll remember forever. His dad will remember forever and... Yeah, I mean, it's just a great moment for him and his family. For yeah, and, last person to throw a no-hitter for the Diamondbacks, I want to say it was Randy Johnson, but I'm not entirely sure. I think it might have been someone else. No, I want to know. I think it was... It, uh, I want to say... Was it... Uh, I want to say it was somebody that wasn't good. I want to say it might have been like... Uh, yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think it was. Nah, Had, it was... Last, Edwin Jackson. Edwin Jackson. That's what there I was going to say. I wasn't sure, and that was 2010? Yep. I knew somebody. I knew somebody. Yeah, I knew Randy Johnson yeah, yeah. had done it, but I knew guy. somebody was yeah, in yeah. between. All right, but yeah. So one more thing. Yeah. Uh, so this was something that isn't. I mean, it is MLB related, but it's more towards uh, the the kids. So the Lily World Series has started, and every year, you know, that's something that a lot of people like watching is the kids just doing it for the love of the game and not for money, not for anything. Having a good. Time. And they're doing it for the with glory, though, dude. dude. Yeah, and they do such a great job in Williamsport, uh, you know, making it such a good experience for those kids and something that they will never, ever forget in their lifetimes. And mm-hmm. to have something like that, I know we went to Cooperstown when we were little, and, like, having something like that that young and being able to remember it because it was that special. Yeah, uh, just a great atmosphere. It's awesome, yeah. So, and they get to meet players, too. Yeah, and they get to compete to be the best Little League team in the in the world but, yeah but for 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 i mean listen obviously there's a whole bunch of aspects like there's a whole another league called Babe ruth and all that stuff but you know for them and for you know the world watching that's yeah. basically what they see them as the best team in the world so but for the world as for the world yes this year, for the world but since of that because of covid uh 16 u.s teams are competing this year so two from each uh of the what are they called Districts? Regions. Regions, yes. Uh, two teams from each region are making it to the Little World Series this year because of COVID and not teams can't travel. And I think that kind of put a damper on the MLB's plans this year. And I don't, obviously, the way Otani has played this year, I don't think they expected him to kind of burst onto the scene like he That's has. But obviously, but obviously, they knew he was going to be a two-way player that could turn heads the way yeah. he pitched and you know his hitting has just been an insane bonus this year but i mean obviously he could always hit but they had the angels playing the indians in the little league world series game this year which is held in williamsport and all the fans and kids and their parents can get to go to that game and you know meet players and do all these great stuff and i kind of found it disappointing that the international teams couldn't go this year because i look at the teams that are from south korea japan uh Chinese Taipei, any of those uh, Asian countries, and I think... They revere Shohei Otani. Yeah, I think that would have been an insanely amazing experience for those kids, and Mm -hmm. I feel bad that none of them can come and experience that. And I honestly, honestly, I think it would have brought a little taste of home to Otani. Yeah, as well. Like, you because, know, like, it's, it's cool. Listen, like, obviously, he probably goes back there in the offseason and does all these things, but, you know, living in a whole new country, having to learn a whole new language, Meeting totally having, an inter- different people. having an interpreter with you your entire time. I mean, obviously, that guy's probably his best friend now, but it's 
yeah, it's insanely different. So being able to talk to some kids that are going through the same thing that he went through growing up in Japan, mm-hmm. I think it would have been cool for him too. So I, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah I was shame. a little disappointed in that, but I think you know, regardless, tune into the Little League World Series. It's gonna be awesome. I love watching them compete. Players weekend, nicknames, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love watching these guys compete for the love of the game. They're not getting paid to do this. They were just want, they, they just want to win, sport, yeah. dude. They just want to win. And I remember having those types of feelings growing up and I just think it's awesome yeah. and tune in and watch it. Uh so okay, before we get into this uh, the trivia. Yeah, yeah, I just want to give a brief uh division breakdown. I think that would be helpful. Yeah. A, a brief right. division I can, breakdown. I can, I can run through it if so, you like. We'll just start with the end of the least, knock it out now. The Braves are one game up right now. The Phillies are three and a half up on the Mets. The Mets are 500 right now at 59 and 59. They've lost four straight. The Mets are going to go through a brutal, brutal Schedule. stretch yeah. of games. Uh, they have two straight series against both the Dodgers and Giants, who are arguably the best two teams in the league. Yep. So that's going to be. T- have they won a game out of any of those yet? Did they beat the Dodgers at all? I think they lost. I think they just got swept by the Dodgers. They got swept by the Dodgers, and, and they great. lost their first one to the Giants last night. Yeah. So Chris Bryant hit <laughs> two home runs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, so it's good for us. Uh, the Braves are kind of going through an easy part of the schedule right now, as well as we are. So they're going to be competing with yeah. us. Eight and two in their last Yes. Time. So that's really it for that division. We okay. don't even have to get into the Nationals yeah. or. Miami, they're completely out of it. So then we got the the NL Central. Uh, The Milwaukee Brewers are pretty much running away, running away with it. Uh, You know, players like Willie Adames has come full circle for them. Avisa Garcia has been a nice contributor. Uh, Obviously, that on top of it, probably one of the better rotations in baseball with that three-headed monster and Peralta, Burns, and Woodruff. Uh, Cincinnati's trying to fight. They're seven and a half games back. Their lineup continues to rake, but their pitching isn't always able to keep them in it. And while Cincinnati is in the race, St. Louis has also popped up into the race as well. They did not make the craziest additions at the ed- at the deadline. They got players like Jay Happ, John Lester, both kind of you know just just random players uh, to fill in that back end rotation. They got Flaherty back, so that's a big help for them. Um, but yeah, all in all, they're you know those team, two teams are still fighting, but Milwaukee's at the top of that, and then we got the NL West. Yeah, so uh, the West is currently standing as a three-team race at this point, with San Diego kind of fading at the back of that three-headed race. Uh, Arizona is one of the worst teams in baseball. You don't have to talk about that much. Colorado is rebuilding, has a pretty good lineup, but the pitching is woeful, so they are not very good. But butchered the deadline, not getting rid yes. of Story and John Gray. Yeah, and they. Yeah, because John or Trevor Story is not going to come back. They have a, I think they have one more year of control for John Gray, but, but still, yeah, yeah, I, I think eventually you're going to have to get rid of him and trust your young guns. But so San Francisco is relying heavily on uh, veteran bats that have come alive. Have a, yeah, resurrected guys like Brandon Crawford, Buster Posey, and Brandon Belt have been very, very good for them. And then you have guys like Darren Ruff. Uh, some randoms. Yes, and a, uh, Stephen Duggar. Uh, they have guys. Monte Wade. Yes, Mike Yastrzemski. All players that aren't. You don't bad, think? Yeah, you don't like, think about them as good players, but they have been key good players yeah, this they've year. They've been very, very so. Solid. Pitching has been great. Kevin Gosman, uh, you know Logan Webb, guys like that. They've they've really stepped up and have been pretty good. Yeah, Di Scafani. So Alex and Wood, their bullpen yeah. has been very very solid. So 
the Dodgers have arguably a super team at this point uh, with Trey Turner and Max Scherzer and Richard Rodriguez. Uh, the addition. No, that, Richard Rodriguez is on the. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, not Richard Rodriguez. He's on the Braves. Uh, who was the the reliever they got? I don't think they got. Did they get a reliever? I don't know. Regardless, I don't think they got a reliever. Blake Trinan, uh, Kenley Jansen. Got, like they have the guys that have been there, done that, won games for this team, won key games for this team. Uh, they have a guy, uh, Sam Bickford. He's under a three ARA. Phil, Phil Bickford. Or, uh, is Phil. It Phil. It's Phil Bickford. Gosh. Phil they have Bickford. a lot of random. They have got yes guys that have been year. very very solid for them. Obviously Walker Bueller, Cy Young candidate, most some would say favorite. Uh, you know, the Dodgers are good every year. So Still waiting on, on you're Kershaw never, to come off the aisle. They yeah. got Scherzer. Well, Julio Rios is now on an mm-hmm. aisle. The so. team that is surprising me is the San Diego Padres. Uh, they have been fading a little bit. They're only 13 games above. They were in the five mix. Five and five in their last 10. Yeah, and they were in the mix for the division for a while there. Uh, I don't think they really are anymore, 11 games out. They're going to compete for the wild card, obviously. Yeah. They're in prime position as of right now. The Reds are one and a half back, and the Phillies and Cardinals are not far behind as well. The Phillies have a big series against San Diego coming up, and listen, like they're in trouble. They're in danger of falling out of a playoff position, so they're going to have to pick it up. They just got Tatis back, so you never know, but yeah, let's move to the American right, League. So this is the one that has been the most intriguing, at least as of lately. You have four teams that are all within 10 games of each other. Tampa Bay is currently leading the way with a 72-47 and record. They're 7-3 and in their last 10. Uh, they are three and a half games above Boston, who resides in second. Uh, they're three and a half games back. Boston's been slipping a bit. They're five and five in their last ten, but the addition of Chris Sale could end up proving beneficial in the end. And then you have the Yankees, who have been hot as of late. They're seven and three in their last ten, uh, getting guys like Gallo. Gallo's been hot lately. He's been getting them some very, very clutch hits. Um, they've been very, very solid lately. Uh, the delay, another setback from Luis Severino definitely hurts because I think they were banking on him to come back, but things are looking not in the right direction for his return. But the Yankees are fighting, they're winning games, and they are only two games back from Boston and 5.5 out of first place, but they are well within range of the wildcard spot. And what I find to be truly absurd is that Toronto has a plus 127 run differential. It uh, ranks as one of the best in the league. It is the best in their division, but they are currently in fourth place with a 63-54 and 54 record courtesy of their back-end rotation outside of Ryu and Barrios and Ray. After that, they lose games quite often. Um, but Toronto's bat, their bats are way too good to not to not at least fight until the end. Yeah. They're eight games back. Now, but Toronto has an absolutely yeah. star-studded lineup. and But that is a tight, tight division. Yeah, and a is. lot of teams in that division absolutely. fighting for the wild card. Uh, I don't really want to talk about the Central really in-depth because we're running out of time here. And yeah. this is just... This division's already over. Uh, the White Sox are the only team above 500, and they are about 19 games over. So... The White division, Sox have it on lock. Yeah, that division's on... on Locks yeah. by this point. Uh, Cleveland, Detroit, Minnesota, and Kansas City all have above 50 wins, but they all don't have above 60. So yeah. there, it's just a big clumpy mess uh, after the White Sox. Uh, the West, the Astros and Athletics have been very, very, very neck solid. And neck. Yep. Uh, Seattle keeps themselves in the mix, but they're going to miss the playoffs. They just don't have enough pieces, and they got rid of. They lack star power. Yeah, they do. Uh, I think they're going to miss the playoffs personally, but you know that's just me. Uh, Oakland and Houston. They have a little, like we talked about this earlier, they have a little bit of a problem uh, because the AL East is very, very strong. And 
Boston, New York, and Toronto all really, really want a playoff yeah, spot, both- and I could very easily see two of them getting in for the wild cards. So, but both Houston and Oakland, yeah, are they just need just to keep pace. Yes, a hundred percent. They just need to keep pace and make sure if they're playing those one of those four te- one of those three teams of Boston, New York, or Toronto, because I do think Tampa Bay is going to win this division in the end. Uh, if you're playing one of those teams of Boston, New York, and Toronto, being Houston or Oakland. <laughs> You better win some series, cause if you fall out of the division, like say Oakland jumps Houston, you might fall out of the wild card too. So you never know. We'll see. All right, so that'll wrap it up for the MLB whip around and the division summary. A lot going on, and as a baseball fan, I am loving every second of it. So let's get right into our trivia. Oh, Japanese music, right? Please don't copyright us, all right? We're just using it for entertainment purses. 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 uh, Entertainment purposes. All right. I want to go first. All right, I got that. These are the rules of the trivia. Basically, me and Colin both uh, gave each other... uh, No, we didn't give each other. We're we're going to give each other five questions uh, that we both got before we came on the podcast. And whoever gets the most points is going to win the game and if we go to a tiebreaker we will figure it out when we get there. we'll do a fight to the death yeah no i'm kidding all right so the reason why i wanted to go first is because there is a question that you already partially answered uh there are two teams currently on a 12 game losing streak who are they you already said one yeah i know the cubs are yes Now it's you get one guess, and since this is actual trivia, I think that we need to have a timer. Maybe I got you. I'm setting I'm setting it for thirty uh, seconds. I got you. How, how long is reasonable? Thirty second timer. Thirty seconds. All right. Again, no copyright. <laughs> Who has been? Awful. What team? Is, think of bad teams, and then I have a one. couple guesses in my head, but I'm trying you to think of which one. one. Yeah, I know. Orioles. Ding, ding, ding! Yes. That is correct. Nice. It is the Orioles and the Cubs. They are both currently on a 12-game losing cold. streak. All right. All right. One nothing. Colin, my first question. To you is which player in the MLB has the most strikeouts in the league so far this year? Most strikeouts. It's like an obvious player. I don't know. Most strikeouts. As a hitter. Or as, as a, a hitter. Okay. As, as a, a hitter. hitter who has struck out the most times. Alright, I think I have my guess. Okay. This guy does not walk very much, so this is exactly why I'm saying most strikeouts. I am going to go with Salvador Perez. Final answer? Yes. Wrong. Wrong! Who is it? Fun fact. He's second. The guy that has the most strikeouts also has the most walks. Really? Yeah. All right, well, I already got it wrong. He's got 88 walks. And 156 strikeouts. All right, well, all he right. goes by the name of Carlos Joey Gallo. Oh, Joey Gallo. I don't want to say him 
because I feel like that was obvious, but I know Salvador Perez's strikeout to walk ratio is easily the worst in the league by, by like a mile. All right. I agree with that. Okay. All right. You, I'll, I'll let you pick the question. You can pick between one, two, four, and five. Pick a number. Two. All right. He's going with two. Ooh, this one's a little tricky. There are three shortstops, all well-known, who are tied for the most errors in the league at 20. Name these three shortstops. Three? Yeah. All shortstops, all well-known. Three shortstops. Tatis is one of them. Yes. <clears throat> Tatis is now playing right field for those who don't know. But three? As a qualified shortstop. Yes, there are three. And they are all well-known. I'll give you a little extra time since you need to name two. Are they all in the NL? Can't. No hints. Ah. No hints. Uh, this isn't a guess, but I, I want to say Didi, but like, he's like, hasn't been as awful. He's been pretty good recently, really, but... Uh, I know, I know, I know. You know at least one did, of them. Okay, did they're this, both very, very well yeah, known. Did this? Did this guy change position recently? No. He's they, they're both at shortstop still. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, both well known. I'm gonna give you like thirty more seconds. <sighs> One you should definitely know. One you should definitely know. A hundred percent you should know. There's absolutely no reason you shouldn't know this one play. I'm drawing a massive blank right now. Extremely known players. Very well known players. Errors, errors, errors. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're like bad players, but like they're very well-known players. All right, I'm giving you 10 Xander seconds. Xander Bogarts? Nah. All right, he's wrong. The other two, the one that you should have known, goes by the name of Javier Baez. Well, he changed positions. He's been shortstop all year. He's, he's playing... at second with the Mets because of Lindor. Lindor's still hurt. Yeah, but so when he comes back. Short, but I'm saying oh, right now. Oh, dude, I was going ch- to say him, but you said. Remember when I said Tatis? I said as a qualified shortstop. I know, but I was going to say him, and you said he didn't I don't think positions. that you would have gotten the last one. The last one is a very known, a very young, outstanding hitter in the AL East. Um, I was going to say... Well, I said, Bo Bichette. Uh, I wouldn't have said him. So we are right, I still got it wrong, were, but I swear I was going to say okay, Javi Baez. Right, well, you got two-thirds right, but you still would have gotten it wrong, so question is wrong. That's why, when I, that's why when I said Tatis, I made sure to say qualified right. shortstop. All right, go ahead. You can you can get you ask your question too. Two, three, or four, or five. 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 Who has the best opponent batting average in the league at one four one? So that is a pitcher who has the best average against in the league. Best average against at point one four one. Point one four one. That's what hitters are hitting, hitting against, against him this year. Him. And it is qualified a qualified pitcher. pitcher. So it's not Jacob DeGrom. Okay. It's tough. It's a good question, though. Thank you. Um, I'm leaning towards an AL pitcher, but I'm not entirely sure. I can't give you any hints, sir. Because so. I want... Okay, so first things first. Actually, I, I'll tell you what. 
since you gave me the two out of three, I'll give you. You have to guess the NL and AL. The NL guy is at point one four one. I'll tell you what the AL guy is in one second. Okay. Well, the NL guy. I guess at that point, I have to. I have to say Walker Bueller. Wrong. So I'm is, not even gonna look up the AL guy. The guy. Kevin Gosman. Nope. The guy who's leading the league and average against is Freddie Peralta at really point one four. Can I guess the AO guy just because? Sure, I'll still look it up. Uh, I'm gonna go with Carlos Rodon. Well, let me see. It's I feel like it's either him or Lance Lynn. It's got to be one of those two. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Man, I thought your questions were gonna be a little bit easier. Mine aren't. Mine aren't too too bad. I mean, geez. I feel like mine wasn't like that hard. Who'd you guess? Well, it's I'd say Carlos Rodon. It's Lance Lynn. Okay, I knew it was one of the White At Sox point pitchers. Two hundred. All right. So uh, you're zero for two, and I'm one for two. Yeah. All right. You got one. You can pick between one, two. Oh no, one, four, and five. One. one. This was a question that. I mocked up earlier that I told you, but I don't know if you cheated. I hope you didn't. What team with a winning record has the worst run differential? I didn't look. I should have looked, but I didn't look. Uh, it's a tough question. It's a good question, though. Well, everybody in the NL East has a losing one except the Braves. The Phillies. No, nah, it's not the Phillies. They're they're close to they're close to average. So it's not negative, the Phillies. I believe they're the Mets minus. are at five hundred, so I'm not even yeah, counting. Yeah, the Mets them. don't count. Uh, the, the Phillies are at minus eighteen. Just to let you know. Okay, yeah, I wasn't gonna pick them anyway. Uh, let's go to the NL Central. Oh, you gotta. I'm, I'm putting a timer on. You just gotta. You gotta oh, get the Cubs. Well, no, they're they. A winning record. A correct? winning record. Okay, the, the Cardinals. Run differential. Cardinals are definitely negative, but uh, not I'm, by that I'm count, much. I'm counting 20 seconds. Nobody in the AOS. You just got to guess. 20 seconds. Give me a second. Let me think, man. Uh, nobody in the AL East. AL Central. No. AL West. 10. Mariners. It is the Mariners. Yes! Yes. Tis the Mariners. I knew it, dude. I knew it. The Mariners, because they're, what, seven above? But yeah. they've lost some bad games. Yeah, they've, they've lost some they've bad games. They've blown out quite a few times. All right. Nice. Mine, all right. Two for three. Man. And I thought your two. questions were going to be a lot easier. Listen, they're, they're not definitely, that bad. They're definitely, oh I think gosh. I could have gotten the Gallo one. Two, three, four. Yeah, you definitely could have gotten the Gallo one. Who stands alone and is the only player to play in 119 games so far this season. Has played every single game. Every game. Somebody else is at everybody that's qualified at least has missed one more. It could just be Joe Schmo from No, you'll know. From a triple A T I don't know. I he's in the NL. In the NL and yeah. has played every single game. Yep. And well, well known guy? Yes. Like like He's well known in having a very good year. I'll give you that. He's well known in having a very good year. Well known, and, and he was a top. He was a top five pick in the in the draft. I know it for a fact. In like the MLB draft, uh-huh. 
I know it for a fact. Really? Top five. I know it for a fact. So top five. Those are your hints. I'm done giving hints. Top now. five, and he was a top that, five. A and hard. he was a top five draft pick. He was a top five draft pick. Plays in the NL. Hasn't missed a game. Is a pretty known name, and is having a decent year. Just I'd, a decent year. No, like no, like pretty good. Like pretty good. I'm trying to think who hasn't like gone on IL stints or anything he's, like that. This is a tough question. This is not easy. He's having a good. My year. questions are so much easier. Well, dude, like I I, 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 I didn't know the uh the. <laughs> the difficulty that we were aiming for. <laughs> um, oh man, uh, he has played every single game, and he was a top five pick. Yeah, it's a tough question, man. This I is mean, a, he's a, he's is a, he on a good team or a bad yeah, team? He's on a good team. He's on a good team. That's the last thing again. He's yeah. on a good team, and he was a top five draft pick. Yep. And he's a decent known name, and he's had a pretty good year. Like he's he's had an above average year, I'd say. Uh, he got hurt. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. And he's has he been on this team the entire season? Yeah, fifteen seconds. More. He's been yep. on. Yeah, he's been on the team the entire season. Oh man, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. He's having a decent year. No, he's having an above average year. He's having an above average year. Like I, would, I I'd say it's good. It's not great, but it's like. And he's a well known player. Young. Yeah. Young. Uh-huh. Young. This is tough, dude. I, I don't know. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven, six, five. Nah, I can't. Four, I can't tell you. Three, two, one. Uh, no one Arenado. He's not young. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just thinking the players that have. The answer would be the Atlanta Braves shortstop Dansby Swanson. Why, like, dude, your questions are ridiculous, man. Dansby. All right, I'm, you know, I'm not even letting you pick this question. Swanson. I'm not even gonna let you. Be pick. the answer at 119. All right, what pitcher has the most walks this year? Can chalk this one down as a loss. Give me, yeah, all right. That like that's one. NL. Well good, known. Good team. Yeah, good team. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And no. Oh, you're definitely not getting my last question. NL. Absolutely not. Pretty good. Good team. Yeah. NL, pretty good. Good team. He's a good pitcher. Luis like. Castillo. Uh, wrong. Who is it? Blake Snell. Oh, I should have known that. He's you been awful. Known that. He's on my fantasy team, and he has been absolutely horrendous. Oh, my, you're not getting my last question. 100% well, I'm right. two for four, and you're zero oh for three. Yeah, I'm. You not want number four or three? three. No, you should literally get even... at least one of these. Okay, three. I'm probably not going to. Who has the most plate appearances this year? Adam Frazier. Wrong. <laughs> really? Marcus Simeon. At really? 519. Really? Yep. 500? Does anyone else qualify for 500? Uh, a couple. A couple? It's uh, got to be. I want to know just because out, out of curiosity. Okay. I feel like Adam Frazier isn't a bad guess, though. Like, no, 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 no. It's definitely not, not a at bad all. guess. Not at all a bad guess. I'm thinking leadoff hitters. I'm thinking guys who get on base a lot. That's why I said Adam Frazier. Plus, he's on my fantasy team. The... Excuse me. That's... Is that a bats? That might be a bats, not plate appearances. Oh yeah, yeah. It's in a. It's an extended set. I. I I'll was... take your word for it. No, 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 I, I, no, no. I'll, I'll look. look. I'll get it. I, I want to see it. Plate appearances. Yeah. Marcus. 
So you only okay. So Adam Fraser six. Okay, there's so, uh, six guys that have had 500 abs. All right, so Adam Fraser, Freeman, like, DJ, Witt, was not Ozzie, Fraser. Yeah, I'm satisfied with my guess. That's a good guess. All right, you got a top ten. <laughs> You're not getting my last question. Sorry, I already won. There, I know, <laughs> but this one's just gonna be funny. You thinking about this? All right. There's two pitchers tied with 13 losses, with both of their ERAs coming in above five. Who are they? You're not. You gotta help me a little bit. One is in the. I'll give you the specific divisions as well. One is in the AL East, and one is in the NL Central. Okay, so one place for the Orioles, and one place for the Pirates. No, Cubs. I'll tell you. Okay, fine. Yeah, they're on the Orioles, and they're on the Cubs. I'm trying to think of who I who I've seen been able to stream start stream, every single yeah. week. Uh, well, don't don't stream these guys. The names that are coming into my head are Spencer Watkins. Uh, I'm thinking. I need. I just need it. I need. I'm an trying answer. to think. I'm spitballing, man. Uh, oh gosh. All right, my answer for the Cubs is Trevor Williams. Dang it! He's on the Mets. Hate to break it to you. Oh, He's on the Mets no. now. Yeah. He got traded. He was he on did the get traded. He was part of the bias trade. Oh. Yeah. Wait. So right, let me get a re guess. Redo. Okay. Uh, gosh. Cubs, Orioles. I mean, I'm giving you the teams. Jake Arrieta. Er, he's on the Padres. I know, but yeah, no, nah, it's still not him. Uh, and then I'll let you. I'll let you try and give me a guess for the Orioles. Matt Harvey. That would also be wrong. I uh, wanted to make it suspenseful. Spencer Watkins. The answers are one is not a streamer. One is actually on someone's team. John Means. And it goes by the name of Adbert Alize. As Alzale. Oh, uh, for the Cubs. For the Cubs. Yeah. And for the Orioles, it is Jorge Lopez. Oh, I was gonna say him. I was gonna. <laughs> I, I thought I thought it was attainable. That's why I gave you the teams because without the teams, that's definitely not. All right, last one. That answers. This is my favorite question I got. So you're in luck. And this is the one I think you should get. Name two. Actually, no. Sorry. Name. <laughs> name the three pitchers to have two shutouts this year. Three pitchers to have two shutouts this year. Not complete games. Shutouts. Correct. Well, a complete game is a shutout. Well, I'm asking you because a complete game is different than a shutout. Yeah, a complete game can entail runs. I said shutout. Okay, so we're, we're talking about two complete game shutouts. Herman Marquez. Wrong. What? Okay, well, one Zach Wheeler. That's 100%. <laughs> yes. Well, Herman Marquez does have three complete games on the year. No, so I will say shutout. That. I know. Shutouts. So one is Zach Wheeler. Three pitchers have two. Three pitchers have two. Not Adam Wait, no. He had a complete game. That was against Phillies. That was a complete game. But he did have, he did just recently I have need a an answer. I need an answer, Colin. I know you need an answer. No spitballing. I'm trying. Um, He'll let me spitball. Well, Zach Wheeler's one. I guess I guess Garrett Cole, are they counting his seven inning? So they're not counting his no. seven inning? Well, he had a complete game. He had two complete game shutouts. And no. Was a seven. Okay, so they're not counting the seven inning. I'm just asking. My goodness. No. Because then I'd also say Sean Mania, but his he his one of his was also a seven yes. game. Yes. His was a seven game. 
Shamanai is correct. How is that correct if, if Garrett Cole is not? I'm just going for I don't, my MLB I don't understand that. All right, so let me explain my reasoning. So Shamanai had a seven-inning game complete game shutout at the beginning of the year. And then a little bit later in, he got a nine-inning complete game shutout. And so did Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole had a nine-inning shutout against the Astros, and then he had, I'm pretty sure he had a shutout against somebody else in seven innings. No, it might have just been a complete game. And then the last guy, well-known, like best pit, like one of the best pitchers in the league this year, like 100%. Eh, he's well-known, but like not definitely not one of the best pitchers in the league, 100%. And he has yeah. two complete game shutouts. Yeah, like you know who he is. I mean, fantasy baseball. You I'm know thinking all these guys. Descalfani. Yes. Okay. Anthony Desclafani, Sean Maniah, and Zach Wheeler. Wow. And then are the only guys have one. to okay. have two shutouts this year. All right. I want to see. But this does mean, based off MLB statistics, that seven inning complete game shutouts are included. No. Yes. Maybe. Because Sean Maniah, I haven't been fancy. <coughs> Sean Maniah has only had one nine inning complete game shutout this year. His other one was seven innings. Promise you. Do you want to know who has most complete games? No, the most because. number of pitches thrown. Just oh. at two thousand four hundred twenty-five. The next person is two thousand three hundred sixty. If I get this right, then I win. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Is it Zach Wheeler? Yep. <laughs> okay. How about games finished? Games finished. This is relievers. What does that mean? Games finished. Game has been completed when this guy's When this pitched. guy's in the game. He'd be a tough one, really. Like, not a well-known guy? No. Does he oh, play he for... He was an all-star this year. He was an all-star? Yeah. Does he play for a good team? Mm-hmm. Josh Hader? No. Brad Hand? Nope. He was not an all-star this year. He was not an all... Yeah. No. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> like, is he a closer or a reliever? He's a closer. Mark Melanson? No. This guy was an all-star? Yep. AL? NL? NL. NL. Alex Reyes? Yep. Alex Reyes. Alright. That so, concludes the trivia. Okay. So we're we're running way past time. Yeah, I think no should, Phillies, but we're gonna yeah. get we're doing we're gonna do a player of the week, right? But yeah, let's do a player of the week. Player uh, of the well week. I can sum up this last week real quick. We had a three-game series versus the Dodgers. We had a three-game series against the Red. First game against the Dodgers was kind of a bummer. Nola was pitching. Against Max Scherzer and a rain delay robbed us of probably one of the better, what was shaping up to be one of the better pitching duels of the year. Yep. Uh, come out of the rain delay, Phillies bullpen just absolutely folds. Uh, not that I wasn't expecting that, but that's essentially what happened. Uh, second game, I'm pretty sure we just got absolutely. Oh no, second game was kind of a similar situation. Joe Girardi tried being some genius by. Uh, um, uh, starting Nectar ha- or Hector Neris or, or Connor Brogdon or whatever happened, and then they brought in Gibson in the third. He, he did do that okay. And and but I thought Gibson that gave up three runs. Yeah, I thought that was just dumb though. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like that. I thought that was IQ. What do you want Gibson to play two innings? What is it? Was he gonna fake him out like they don't know that's gonna no? Happen? But it was gonna rain. Do- I, it wasn't I, for that. It I, was I, so I, he could pitch longer after the delay because the delay happened in the like, second it, inning. It, Why it, would you want your yeah, starter Gibson to pitch two innings? At that point, I just would rather him be pushed back to the next day. But no, yeah. Um, I disagree with all right, you. All right, agree to disagree. And then well, the next game, we end up winning. I forget who pitched that game. Who pitched that game? What, the game they won? Yeah. Was it Ranger? Mm-hmm. Was Ranger. Ranger. Um, I think it wasn't. He, 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 did, he did pretty good. Uh, 
again was getting squeezed a little bit for the back back yeah, back starts getting but squeezed. Four and a third, three hits, yeah. one run. He had, did pretty good. Had the a bullpen, good game. The bullpen was very very solid, and they really really needed it. Uh, they scored two runs in the first four innings, but besides that, the offense was pretty uh, stagnant. Stagnant. So, uh, but they win that game, so they don't get swept, and then. The, to the Red Series, I don't really, Again, really want to get. Went one to one and two. Crazy uh, Nola got rocked on Sunday. I think Wheeler lost one of these games, correct? Mm-hmm. Friday. Wheeler, and, then and then Matt Moore pitched six no hit innings. Yeah. And I want to talk about this real quick. I don't agree with Girardi taking him out after seventy four pitches, throwing no hit baseball, and making him bunt in the bottom, and I, then still I know, taking I him know. out. I know that was weird, but I think the reason as to why they did no, that is because. Pitches. More when he gets to the third time in the lineup. I don't is care, bad, dude. No, it, that's the. If I'm he saying gives that, up a hit, take him out. I don't agree with it. If he gives up I a agree. hit, take him out. I I agree with what you're saying. But I, but that. I but you have I'm a three just, run lead. The worst you could do is make him give up a home run. All, what one I'm, hit, know, take him out. I know what I'm trying to say is is that is the problem. I know. Reason. I get that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't agree with it. Yeah, I just yeah. think it's no. dumb. I think it's and dumb. If a player, if a pitcher throwing a no hitter, you let them continue. But they won. Bryce Harper hit the the triple turn inside the park home run because nobody covered home. That was hilarious. Just has high baseball IQ, and that's what That was hilarious. So the next six games they have are pretty big. So three in Arizona are two of them are must win. If you sweep it, what you should do, but. You know, two out of three is a must, and then huge series with San Diego and San yep. Diego. Uh, at that point, hopefully, you'd be within three-ish games of the wild card. So yep. even if you aren't in the lead of the division, because Atlanta's going to be good, uh, you have a chance at the wild card if you win at least two out of three in San Realistically, Diego. Realistically, there's absolutely no reason we shouldn't sweep the because backs. after the Padres series, you get the Rays for two. Besides that, it is a week and a half-ish of decent baseball. bad division baseball. You're going to get the Diamondbacks again at home, and then you're going to get in D.C. and in Miami, which in Miami I'm going to go to. Yeah, you'll be there. Yeah, Well, not cool. there, well, but you know. I'm going to drive down there yeah. and see it because I'll be in Florida then. But then you have a huge series in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's the last team you play that is uh, playoff bound. Elite. Playoff yeah. bound, yes. After this series, uh, the beginning of September, you don't play another playoff bound team uh, until a division series with the Atlanta Braves, I believe. Okay. So no, you don't. Nope, you do not play. Yeah, okay. You play the Orioles, Cubs, Mets. The Mets are the most playoff-ish team that you play after that Brewers series, and that is a whole month of baseball. This, they should be in the thick of things come October. And if they aren't, then it's not meant to be. Simple no, if that. they aren't, something drastic has to change this offseason because yeah. that's embarrassing. Yeah. If they aren't even in the mix, that's okay. embarrassing because yeah, they're playing some terrible teams at the end of this. Year. Listen to the last two weeks of baseball they play. Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Oh, sorry, they do have one more series with Atlanta. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Marlins. That is. Oh, I'm gonna go to that series too. <laughs> yeah, might as well. But that is. They have to be in the mix if I go to that series, to. though. If they're not in the mix, I'm, I'm not, not going. going. Yeah, I'm not going to that. All right. But yeah, so that's it for the Phils. Uh, let's do I'm gonna a quick play of the week. I'm doing oh, Kutch. Right. Uh, he just came off the IL. Uh, I think that he, as a veteran, he understands the circumstances that this team is going through right now. Uh, coming off kind of a poor week. Um, you know, I'm not asking him to regain his MVP form, although it would be very nice if somehow out of the blue That's not going to happen. But, but it's never going to happen. But yeah, he's got to get back to where that, he was. Exactly. I think he's going to have a couple of key hits. Uh, he's maybe, very good. Or, yeah. Uh, halfway through this year, so maybe I mean, pop a few home runs when you're out for a little bit. That's what I think is going to happen to Reese. I think he's going to struggle for the first week or so that he's back, but then once he b- gets his swing back, he'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to pick Bryce. Pretty simple. Uh, yeah, I, that I, was golden for me yeah, last time I picked. Yeah, 
It's when the MVP chatter started. <laughs> yeah, plain and simple. I think it's gonna. I think the chatter's gonna come back in Arizona. I think he's gonna have a monster, monster, monster series. And then in San Diego, I think he takes that Machado stuff personal because the Phillies wanted Machado over him, and Machado ultimately decided to go to San Diego, and then they went for Bryce as the backup. I guess I would much rather have Bryce now than Same. Machado, Same. especially with bomb in the system and coming up and all that stuff. So having a huge lefty bat like Bryce is way more important than Machado, yep. I believe. Uh, so, besides that, yeah, no, I think, I think it comes back. So, I think Bryce has a monster week, and hopefully... Cuts does, too. Hopefully, hopefully the whole team does. They, hopefully, they escape the six games yep. uh, positive at 4-2. and two. Yep. Anything above that is even better, but 4-2 and two is... They got to strive for that, and they'll be in the mix of the division again after this week. For this first series, we've got Gibson, Suarez... And Wheeler, I believe. Yeah, I think uh, so too. You know, and those against the Diamondbacks, especially, there's three very winnable games with those starters going. So, yeah. Get it done, Phillies. Come on. Yep. Uh, so, man, thanks for listening. It's been a blast. Uh, I've been talking to a couple of people, and I believe that one of our next episodes is going to be the first prospect talk uh, with Tyler Dearden of okay. the Greenville Drive of the uh, Red Sox organization. So, He's having a monster year. Uh, if you've seen if you a little bit of it, even I mean, heard uh, me. Oh, oh yeah. I know. Oh yeah, dude. He's, he's, he's having an insane year. He's yeah. having a monster year. So uh, I'm really excited to talk to him and uh, you know get to know him and what he's doing and how he prepares for every day and all that good stuff. So uh, last yeah. bit of information. This is our. Kind of makes me really sad to say this, this is our last in person episode for the year. Uh, me and Logan will be going our separate ways. In terms of going to school, the podcast will continue because of a thing Via called Zoom, Zoom. Uh, and it, we will make it work. And hopefully we'll get a couple more guests to come on then yeah. once we're doing the Zooms, because at that point easier to we can just get them to join it yeah. and, you know, all that good but, stuff. But, uh, Logan, it's been a pleasure Yeah, I mean, this, waking up. We've missed, I think, two weeks because... Personal stuff. I've been on well three weeks because you went to Lake George and then yeah I I went on a couple vacations but uh yeah so it's been like the past twenty weeks we've gotten episodes down and yeah yeah so I mean it's 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 been really really fun and I feel like every single day we've been getting you know a little bit better a little more comfortable behind the mic and that's really what we're kind of trying to do here is just get as comfortable as we can behind the mic because this is ultimately ultimately what we want to do in life. Uh, so thank you guys for supporting us and, you know, hopefully we continue to get better and better and, you know, we're going to keep going because this team is in the thick of it. They're in the race. So I don't want to stop talking about them and I don't want to, I don't want to quit at this time in the year. Uh, I'm usually quitting on the Phillies to go shift towards football season. We're not, uh, we're not but, at that point yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I am not there yet. And I would, I will gladly sit in my room in Orlando, Florida and use your MLB account yeah. and sit there and watch my Phillies every single night because yeah. that is what I'm going to do. And honestly, I'm going to have a good time doing it, dude. Uh, same here. I mean, but, I'll, like you I said, can catch a few more games before the end of the year. Yeah, like you said, though, it's it, yeah, and I'm going to try to catch... They, they play two more there. series in Miami, so... Yeah. Maybe I'll, you know, get a hotel for one night, go to two. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, like you said, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we're going to continue to do this 
all the time, every week, every Monday or Tuesday-ish, depending on classes. And, uh, yeah, you guys can always catch us around the joint.